Have you ever heard of brand verbing? You probably do it daily, like I'm going to go Google something or I just Ubered to my venue. Brand verbing is pretty much the holy grail of marketing because your brand becomes synonymous with the service that it provides. People start to spread your name every single time they use that action word. And even if people don't know who you are, they're probably going to go and Google it to find out. Is brand verbing even possible in the photo booth world? Yes. And on today's episode of the Photo Booth Podcast, I'm talking to Emily Puente of Huddle Booth in Fresno, California. My name is Catalina and I run Modern Photo Booth Company and you are tuned into the Photo Booth Podcast. Stay tuned to hear all the great marketing secrets Emily used to get her brand to where it is now. Hi, Emily. Welcome to the show. And thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> so, Emily, you own Huddle Booth, correct? Yes, you I do. You guys had a rebrand not that long ago. Yep. But that yep, was a very awesome one. Thank you. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so tell, tell us everything. What uh, made you want to start a photo booth business? Yeah, so we went to, uh, my husband and I went to WPPI, you know, about five years ago, four years ago. We have been wedding photographers for about nine years. And I actually remember that morning having no, photo booth was not on my radar at all. But when we walked past um, photo booth supply co, um, my husband was like, hey, we should actually just like take a picture, check it out. And by the end of that day, I was convincing him that we should probably start a photo booth business and we were, you know, in it together. But um, we really loved the idea that our photography could morph into something that um, could give us like not necessarily more free time because obviously a photo booth, you know, business is so still, you know, you pour in so much energy and work, but it was a different um just a different type of work, one that would allow us to possibly spend a little more time at home um, if we could have a team that started running things. So we really liked this idea of just diversifying and not strictly only shooting weddings. So we kind of launched it as like a side business and it ran that way for a couple of years. And then our, um, you know, our focus shifted slightly and we started actually deciding to pour most of our energy into the to the photo booth company and that's actually when we did the rebrand we changed our name to huddle booth and it really represented more of what our mission was you know in bringing people together and celebrating so once we did that and we rebranded then our focus kind of um, became the photo booth and now we've gotten to grow that and see it really take off in the ways that we were hoping for it to um, and so that's kind of where we got started more from the photography background but I have loved just being in the uh, photo booth world and, and it's a different type of photography, but I've just, I've just eaten it up and I, I just love it so much. <laughs> well, you can definitely tell your enthusiasm and <laughs> everything you do with your business, your you know, social media posts, everything. And I, I, I love the, the branding of your new company name and just the meaning behind thank it. Can you. you tell us a little bit more about that? For sure. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, our, our previous name, um, it, it was cool to us. Like it, it, it was Red Brick Photo Booth, which 
to anyone else means nothing. So we we picked it because it was like a synonym for modern and you kind of already had like the cool name of modern and obviously I'm not <laughs> going to take that. Um, but we just liked the idea of, um, oh, who are we? We're a you know, modern photo booth company. And so we just wanted whatever that that was our old name. But um, it didn't mean anyone and it didn't stick with anyone. No one could remember it. No one referred to it as the name. Um, so we, we had a few brainstorming sessions of what could we do. And all these themes that we kept coming up with were celebrating and people and coming together um, and just unifying people. And um, so we, we had a, a few fun brainstorming sessions where we threw out some terrible, terrible, terrible <laughs> ideas. And that got us eventually to Huddle Booth um, and it stuck. And now it is so much fun to see how people have um, really latched down to the name in more ways than I even expected because there are events someone will see us we're, we're in a, a community that's pretty tight-knit and, and oftentimes when we go to an event I've heard people walk in and they'll go ah oh, huddle booth here like huddle in the house and it makes me so happy that people recognize it as this celebration and um, they refer to it as like oh yeah we got to go huddle and it's almost like a verb and so it's been really cool to see how the name kind of um, pushes our actual you know intention of what we're trying to do yeah. Mm-hmm. So, wow. <laughs> That's serious brand it. goals right there. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> <With> the verb. <laughs> yes. That's amazing. Um, all right. So here's the big question, though. What is okay. the secret to your success? <laughs> well, I wrote down some notes. So let's Perfect. see. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that there's so many things that work in tandem together, of course. Um, you know, there's a lot of different you have to hit it from different ways. But recently, I think that I've realized, especially when we kind of took it from a more of a side business into more of a full-time, the main, the main focus was just being consistent and following up. So um, we, we realized that if we reached out, you know, to someone one time, that might not go anywhere. But if we reached out, in multiple creative ways, that actually started to show a lot more return. And so we started to get more involved with the community and just to just show up and be out at events. So just for one example, when we um, we got our salsa booth, we kicked it off with like the like the selfie booth tour is what we called it. So yeah, we did like a bunch of free events right when we got our salsa booth, but we hit some really big, like, you know, local, but big for local um, events. And we went not just to like one event, but we were out there like three times a weekend. And I started to notice um, as inquiries were coming in, you know, in the months after that, that kind of marathon of going out and doing a lot of um, events, we started to get inquiries. And in the where did you hear about us? A lot of times people would say, I saw you at A, B, C and D. And that's when I reached out because they didn't just see us one time, they saw us four times. And they started to realize, oh, they're probably the most, you know, established or everyone's using them. So I think that's who I should use. And so uh, I think that that made, yeah, an impact rather than just do something once, stick with it. And if you have a good idea, you know, 
and if even if it doesn't seem like maybe the first time was super successful, maybe the third time will be. So I think I've learned that in different aspects, but that's just one kind of tangible example of when I was like, oh, it's working. It's, it's doing its job. Yeah. Nice. That's a, yeah, that's a great story. Wow. I, uh, I can't <laughs> believe that they saw you like that many places and just were like, Hey, I need yeah. to hire these people, but it's yeah, your brand recognition, right? It is. And I think we did a lot to, we worked hard to get to that point. You know, we tried to build like that was after our rebrand and, and after we, you know, revamped our website. So I think we did try to do a lot of work to where if someone saw, you know, you know, we hired someone to do a cool logo. And I think that there were a lot of elements that were in place so that when someone saw us three times, it stuck in their mind. Whereas I think before we rebranded and did all that, if someone had seen our booth three times, they actually might not have known it was the same brand. They wouldn't have actually known it was even, yeah, the same company because there was no really mark on there. There was no um, indication that it was from the same place. So Mm -hmm. I think that helped. Um, Yeah. And we have a kind of a a unique area where it's it's a big city. We're in in the central California. There's a big city, but at the same time, it's got a small town vibe. So I think that we kind of try to play to that vibe as well. And um, it might not be the exact same in every city, but it does, it does work out well here. Nice. That's amazing. Uh, So if you could give one piece of advice to someone who's maybe either starting out or struggling, I mean, let's put COVID aside for now. Let's just say struggling in the normal world, quote unquote, what would that be? Yeah. So um, I, Again, there are so many things that you're, you know, should be doing at one time. But when I whittle it down to what's the most important thing for me, it is connecting with people, um, and so, and also valuing them at the same time. Um, when we, you know, work with an organization, um, we try to actually get to know them and you know build a relationship that goes um you know we don't necessarily go out to lunch each week but we build a relationship with them that is um more than just oh we dropped off the booth or we set it up and we're you know not invested farther you know more than that um we try to get to know the people that we work with and build a you know an actual relationship with them um and i think that it it goes both ways like it's it's better for our business when we actually have these relationships with the people we're working with, but it's also, it gives me more, I feel like it gives me more more purpose and more um, kind of meaningful interactions that actually fulfill me in a way that goes beyond business. You know, like we'll work with, um, I think, let me see, I'm looking at my notes to see if I, yeah, I did, I did it's in the right category. I was wondering when I mentioned that. So just for an example, like we work with this um, charity in town and um, I remember uh, last year at one of the events, there was a misunderstanding in um, kind of, they, they thought that we were bringing the price down more than we were. They thought we were kind of bundling two events and there's a misunderstanding. Um, but instead of like, I don't know, going to battle over it and being like, you owe us this much money, you know, like we just said, we totally understand there was a misunderstanding. I'm going to take blame for not being more clear. 
I care about you guys as a, as a, you know, what you are doing and your mission is so important to me that yes, we will absolutely do that, that next event for free. And it, and some people might say, look at that and be like, you can't do events for free. That's never okay. And, I, and that's fine for, for, a, you know, certain things, but I think I viewed them more as people and the um, people that they're serving. And so for me, that was just more fulfilling personally. And now I see them online recommending us, like if someone, you know, says something on Facebook asking for a photo booth recommendation, they're like the first to chime in and <laughs> mention our name. And um, so it goes both ways. Like it's, yeah it's good for our business eventually like even if we you know lost however much money on that one event um but it, it turns around and i think people are more willing to turn around and recommend you when they actually know you and they actually know that you're not just a business you're people with a heart and compassion and um yeah and, and of course meeting i know you've done videos about this but connecting with uh, wedding planners and coordinators and those relationships are really going to get you into more spaces and they're going to get you more referrals and um, I think that just connecting with people and valuing them is the most for me it's one of the most important things um, even beyond the photo booth world so yeah. (laughs) Oh, you can't buy that kind of, you know, publicity from someone when it, the genuine yeah. recommendations, I think, goes such a far way uh, when it comes to like someone asking for a photo booth. Because when you know that it's not yeah. like uh, a review that you see on Google or something like that, like it's a genuine yeah. referral, people really take that mm-hmm. to heart way, way better than a review. <laughs> not that reviews are, are they worthless. They do. Yeah. No. <laughs> but, oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. yeah I agree. Well, um, I mean, that's a great marketing strategy too, right? Obviously, to <laughs> the whole, you know, building your relationship. Free events, obviously. I'm a big advocate of free events if done properly. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, built yeah. my business on that too. But what yeah. would you say has been your favorite marketing strategy that you've done to date? Yeah. So um, I'd say the one I'm most proud of and felt was kind of the most creative Unfortunately, because of COVID, I haven't gotten to see exactly the full results of how it would have panned out. Uh, Just time-wise, we really started to implement this strategy that I'll discuss in kind of like starting in January, February, and then, you know, soon after that, everything shut down. But I do think it will work eventually. Um, so I'm so excited. We, I know. I mean, it's nothing revolutionary. You're going to be like, yeah, we all do that. <laughs> um, no, so, so, okay. So a little backstory is that we had tried um, to do a little bit more focusing on online, like Facebook ads and marketing, and that can work really well. I've seen great success stories. It just wasn't working well for us. Um, and so I took some of the strategies that I learned there about, um, like focusing on, or what's the word that I'm trying to think of? Um, like, oh, what's the, what am I trying to say? <laughs> really tar- oh, targeting, targeting. Okay. Like when you really try to target, you know, a certain clientele or, um, just the, like the idea of getting in front of someone, you know, the ad shows up on this day and then the next day and the next day. So I tried to do some of those techniques, but in real life, and I tried to get in front of people in 
um, a way that was more personal, kind of mixing my desire to meet people actually like in person and connect. So what we started to do was um, we listed out like new avenues of um, like that we want to get into. Like we wanted to see if like getting into the schools and like proms and all that kind of stuff was a good place for us. Um, there's businesses that are like a little more high end that have, you know, really great Christmas parties and all that. And then there were some um, like wedding shops that are like, you know, flower shops or rental places and all these things that we thought those would be great places to just go hand like a direct like directly hand them information about us like get our information in their hands and I it's almost like cold calling but then you're just cold walking up and um I I don't know if that's a common you know thing or if that's like an annoying thing but we tried to make it um not like a high pressure situation but uh we we made a bunch of flyers that targeted specifically the category that we were going into. So for schools, I went to all the schools, um, elementary, elementary school, junior high and high school in the district in wow. our area. So it's like, like 40 schools. Oh my gosh. Um, and I know, and, and eventually if this worked really well, you know, I might have um, in a, an attendant or employee do it, but I was like, this is fun. I'm going to do it myself. And um, so I walked in and I had this little packet and it had a, you know, customized flyer that was like really well designed and uh, nice cardstock. And it specifically talked about schools and what they would like. And then we printed um, their logo of their school and did printouts to show examples of actual prints from the booth. So they had like five prints and they could see like, this is our school logo, this is so cool. And then that was in a little pamphlet and we walked in and I walked into every school and I just did like a quick introduction. I left them with the information. And then on the flyer, there was a QR code, there was a landing page where they could go. And um, it, I try to lay out all the steps um, so that they could actually take action with it. But I was really excited about this project. It got great feedback. Like while I was going out, people were for the most part, very receptive and super excited. And they would say, oh my gosh, I've, and again, I've seen you. Yeah, you were at the flea market or yes, I've seen you at my friend's wedding. And every time I heard someone say that, I was like, okay, it's that repetition. Like keep giving them new avenues to find out about us. Um, and then COVID hit and I haven't gotten to see the full you know, what that's going to become. But um, I know that that alone is not going to, you know, land us everything. But I think that that is a step. And then we follow up in a different creative way. And we're going to do the same thing or we were, but uh, we'll, we'll pick it up again when, when the nation's healthy. The same thing with businesses and Christmas parties, you know, walk in, hand them a little packet. It's got their company logo. It has the QR code. It has everything. Um, and hopefully that's just a more like direct path to connecting with someone than hoping that they find out about us somehow, you know? Um, yeah, wow, it was a fun project. So unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. I'm going to have to try that myself <laughs> when the world opens yes, up please again. Do. Yes, yes. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Uh, I'm really, I, I'm almost going to have to have you back on the show, like in a few months to see what comes of it. Cause I'm yeah. sure it's going to just blow up for sure. Like something that well thought out and so personal, I can't imagine it not being super oh, successful. Thank you. That's really, that's encouraging. We'll hope, we'll hope for it. <laughs> 
Okay. My last question for you. Uh, what is the one thing you wish you knew when you started out? <laughs> That's a great question, Anne. There are a lot of things. Um, I picked something, an answer that's kind of boring, but I wish that I had known, or what was the question, what someone had told me or what I would have known, um, is that organization is super important. I, I think I just naturally am drawn towards the more creative side of things and the marketing side of things. So in the beginning, I wasn't extremely organized. And I know that that wasted so much time that could have gone towards improving our brand or improving our marketing or any, you name it. And it was just never, it was just never that interesting or attractive to like get super organized. <laughs> um, but now I, I've seen that since we've implemented, like, you know, just a lot more keeping things clean and organized. It's just, everything benefits from it. It's not just that it feels nicer. Like the whole business is smoother because you're more organized. And I feel like you're really good at organization. So I, I could, yeah, I can learn a lot from people who are well organized, but um, just implementing those steps. I wish I had done it sooner. And um, I remember like some of the earliest events, literally having to pull everything out from under my bed just to get to the thing I needed for that event. And then my whole room is messy. And then when I got home that night, I didn't want to put anything away. And so then my room was messy for the next three or four days. And it's like, that's no way to run a business. So um, yeah, it's a boring answer, but I think for me, something I need to focus on more. It's very, very valid because it gets out of hand quickly, right? Maybe at the beginning when you're not that busy, it's easy to like keep track of things in your like Google calendar or reminders. But when you're doing like 30 events a month, uh, I can't even keep track of that. (laughs) Not a chance. For sure. For sure. You need to be organized. No, that's a great one. I love it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I mean, you've given us so, so much great information. Like, oh, I'm thanks. even inspired to try some of these yeah. things myself. Yeah. Well, later, because obviously there's nothing going on right now. Yeah, later. <laughs> but it's good We're prep good. time, you know, because I love how you yeah. implemented the QR codes in the landing page. So yeah. Uh, yeah. that's super beneficial for people to, to go directly to the source. Exactly. Yes. And in this downtime, I'm trying to clean up some of those, you know, prepare for the future of making those landing pages now cleaning up certain things so I know that there are still or making the flyers now and there's definitely still things I can be working on and be Mm -hmm. ready for when things are good to go again yeah amazing well thank you again for uh, being on the show and being so candid with everything Uh, we really appreciate we can't wait to see where huddle booth goes in the next few years so much thank you it's so fun to chat and it's always good to see you yeah you too (laughs) thanks I loved all of the tips that Emily shared about how she's marketing her booth, and I'm pumped to try some of these out with Modern as well. If you enjoyed this week's episode of the Photo Booth Podcast and you want more content like this, please consider subscribing. And similar to how we always want our clients to leave us reviews, I'd love it if you could do the same for me. Don't forget, sharing is caring. So if you know someone who could benefit from hearing this, please pass it along, and we will see you on the next episode.